Self-care is about intention. Intention can turn a simple activity like going for a walk or even stopping to smell the lavender in your front garden into an act of self-care. Welcome to Free Your Inner Guru. I'm your host, Laura Tucker. We're about to kick off the second installment of the Summer of Self-Care series here on the podcast. If this is your first time listening, you might want to go back to last week's episode and after this one, but it's not necessary. I'm designing this series as things that people can take in chunks or as a whole, so it's entirely up to you. Whatever is best for you is what's right for you, and that's completely in alignment with the idea of self-care. So uh, I'll just dive in and let's talk about intentional self-care. One of the best things that you can do is ask yourself a question that I've been asking myself for the last couple of years, and it's what is the kindest thing I can do for myself right now? Sometimes you're not going to like the answer though. I can guarantee you that. Sometimes the kindest thing, the thing that will bring the most energy into your life or business might be an onerous task like getting caught up on your bookkeeping, which was the answer I got when I asked myself that in early May. Sometimes it's going to be push back from the computer and go move your body more. Sometimes it's going to be pause, grab a book, sit down, go create something beautiful. What's critical though because so many of us get trapped in to-do lists, is that we don't just take on self-care as something else to put on to our task list. Self-care is meant to be restorative, not take energy away from you. And by adding it to our never-ending busyness and making a chore out of it, the intention can be lost. I'll give you a couple of examples from my last week, and this will serve as a bit of an update as far as what I'm doing for my own self-care this summer once I made that commitment to myself to push back from the computer more and connect with the world around me in order to serve my highest purpose. Well, first of all, after just over a year of not running, I started running this week. Now, for anyone who's listening who has ever started running before, something that I have done many, many times, um, you'll know it's never a ball of laughs, especially right off the beginning. Running is one of those things that instant gratification is not right around the corner, at least not for me, and I don't think most people find it that way either. Maybe you, like me, feel great afterwards, but during the act of running, it's potentially awkward, maybe a little bit painful, maybe feels draining, or it feels like a lot of work. But the reward, as far as I see it, is not so much about how I feel today, even if I get um, that post-workout glow, if I expend that much energy. It's about how it's going to feel in September and October when it's not as hot out, when I'm in better condition, and I can envision what that could be like because I'm going on a trip and I would like to go and run where I'm going, which is my former home of Kelowna, BC. It's beautiful. I ran a lot when I lived there and I can just see myself running with some ease 
in October in Kelowna. So that vision inspires me. That vision restores me. And because it's something I've done before, I have certainty around it. So my intention is to treat myself and my body well between now and then, to not overdo it, and to pay attention to all of the other little niggly things that come along with running, like stretching and hydrating and stretching and hydrating and foam rolling. You see, a commitment to something like self-care can mean that we're taking on a lot of additional activities. The intent behind it is important. And then it's important that we don't turn it into a stressor, in which case it will have the opposite of the intended effect. All of this that I'm talking about is the internal game of self-care. And this is why today's main topic is around the mindfulness of self-care. It's important, like I said, not to turn this into a never-ending to-do list or to create more stress. It's also important to hold your highest intention in your mind as you're doing it. Let me give you an example from yesterday morning. I decided in the spirit of moving my body more and doing things that drain me less, I rode my bicycle to a weekly business meeting. The ride there is predominantly downhill, which is awesome. I was able to wear um, a summer dress and ride my bike. It made me feel very European there for a couple of minutes. I don't know why I associate riding a bicycle in a summer dress with mountains and vineyards in Europe, but I do. So um, even though my reality was quite different um, with my helmet on, my gloves, my running shoes, um, it was a really pleasant experience. And yet if I had treated it like I needed to rush to get there and something that was a burden, even though I've moved my body, the inner game gets skewed away from the original intent. So being fully present to the action of self-care is incredibly important. When I walk up my driveway, after I bring the car in, I pass by two lavender plants I love running my hands through the lavender and then holding my hands up to my face afterwards to smell them. If it wasn't for all the bees, I'd probably stick my face right into the lavender bush, to be honest. How many hundreds of times, even in this early summer, have I walked by that lavender without taking a moment to appreciate it and enjoy it and give myself the pleasure of inhaling its scent? It brings the truth of how simple self-care can be into the light. As I started off at the beginning of the episode, any action, any activity done with intention can be turned into an act of self-care. So as we go into the coming week, what is the next kindest or next best thing you can do for yourself, that you can turn into an act of self-care? And how can you infuse your week with a spirit of renewal, restoration, and connection with your inner truth? Because when you can take care of yourself, not only does it make it easier to tune in to your inner voice, your inner guru, it also makes you more available for other people in a more proactive, non-reactive way. 
So I'd love you to join the self-care conversation inside the Free Your Inner Guru Facebook group. I've put a link in the show notes so you can click on right over from whatever device you're listening from. I'm going to be encouraging people to share fun photos of themselves um, that represent their self-care activity. We'll see if we can make some art and some imagery out of it. The other thing that you might be interested in, in the pursuit of a summer of self-care, is that my free download over on my website, the Free Your Inner Guru Guidebook, has a very strong self-care component. In fact, everything I do does, from workshops to coaching. But the Free Your Inner Guru Guidebook is a wonderful place to start. And you can get there by going directly to lauratucker.com slash guidebook. Or by following the link that I'll put in the show notes and I'll drop it into the Facebook group as well. One more item to share is that this past week, the um, if you've been listening for a time, you know that I use a meditation app called Headspace. It's I haven't tried every single one out there on the market, but it is my favorite. I have been using it for a few years And I passed a milestone the week before last of 180 consecutive days of meditation. And normally they send out vouchers for people to to gift a month of free meditation when you reach a milestone like that. And I didn't receive one. So I opened a support ticket with them and just asked if perhaps they had stopped doing that practice of, of doing it, which was of gifting meditation to others. Uh, which has always been one of the things I've enjoyed about Headspace is the spirit of giving. And uh, their response was to send me three vouchers or coupon codes for a month of free Headspace. So I would like to invite you, I'll be giving them away inside the Facebook group over the course of the next week or so. So come on in to the Free Your Inner Guru Facebook group. And uh, I will share some kind of a headspace graphic there. And uh, you can either come on in and say, I'm interested. And uh, I'd really like it to go to people who will use it um, as they've been earned 180 days. And in fact, there were a few times where I almost went to bed after I'd forgotten or hadn't meditated in the morning. I was like, no, I want that coupon. So, um, So yeah, so they tripled down and uh, now I have three to share. So thank you once again for listening to Free Your Inner Guru. I know you have a ton of choice what podcasts you listen to and what content you allow into your mind as a part of your journey. Um, I'm grateful. If you're a new listener, welcome. If you've been listening for a while and receive value, I would love it if you would leave a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. Those are some of the places that a five-star review and a nice comment go a long way to helping to grow the podcast and gaining support with it. So you have yourself a great week. I'll be back with our next installment of the Summer of Self-Care with a wonderful interview that's all about taking the next best step for yourself. I'm very excited to release it, and uh, I'll just leave it there for now. I'm Laura Tucker, signing off for Free Your Inner Guru. Have yourself a great week.